start and then three two one Welcome in Tuesday, November 9th. It's your boy Elvis. <laughs> it's your boy Jimmy. <laughs> um, we're back with another podcast for you guys. Um, gonna recap week nine and talk about week ten. Yeah. Um, how you feeling, Elvis? I'm feeling I'm I'm riding this wave right now. I'm I'm another another three wins this week. Okay. But it must uh, be nice. <laughs> it is really nice, but I'm also really scared too because I definitely I feel like I won on two two of those wins are on flukes because uh in a different league I started Tua and the news broke that he wasn't playing while I was sleeping. Like I didn't wake up till like late that day. And I, you know, um I still won even though Tua didn't play and got me zero points. And I because my opponent scored like fifty. So that was that was just he had a really bad week and Pretty I got impressive. lucky there. Yeah. Really lucky there. And then in our in our league, our Dynasty League, uh I feel like I won on another another fluke again where like um, I was up against L, the juggernaut of our league, and uh, his team just decided to hit the snooze button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a win is a win, though. Yeah. Uh, I think my team went on vacation this past week, too. Um, but, you know, it's week nine. There's still games left to be played. Um, playoffs is still wide open for us. Yeah, nothing set in stone yet. You know, it's it's weird because like sitting up at the top, you know, you feel you feel good. It's, but then when you start to lose, you start to get kind of nervous. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, it's so easy to just rest on your laurels when you're up there. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're definitely working harder when you're like in the middle of the pack, like because you still have that chance to get in. So like you're you're working hard to get there. Whereas on the, on the top, you feel like you have like that that, that wiggle room to just uh, if you lose, you're still you're still not as worried. But the more you lose, the it's going to be a slippery slope. Yeah. And this is the week where we play the person that we played the first week. Yeah, that's right. So it's coming back around, you know, revenge matchups. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a couple of reminders for you guys uh, before we start the podcast. First things first, um, last week we had mentioned the trade deadline. And if you guys didn't see our announcement on Discord, um, we we were had, had a little hiccup in the date. The trade deadline is not the tenth; it is the tenth week. So that means that no more trades can be proposed or accepted at the week at the end of the week of week ten. So uh, the Monday game, which is um, Rams San Francisco, the, the basically when the when the that game ends, you can't accept trades anymore, and you can't you can't propose them either. So, Sounds um, good. Make sure you guys get those trades, and we've we've had a couple couple uh, go through, and uh, I've already put a couple offers out there too. This this morning yeah we've been gaining a lot of traction with trades uh it's, it's been a, a lot of activity yeah yeah it's good though like i said trading is the lifeblood of dynasty yeah man i've been antsy all day because of the obj news like i i thought someone was going to claim him off waivers yeah um so you know we're still the seahawks are still you know going for this the the obj sweepstakes and i thought i was going to find out before the show and possibly celebrate but we're just gonna have to you know see he said he's gonna you know he's he's gonna process each team and see where he fits best 
Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping, you know, this, the Seahawks somehow get him. Uh, I saw on PFF that they were like plus 200 favorite to sign him. Yeah. That's interesting. I, uh, I also saw, I can't remember, I'm looking for it now. I, I probably won't be able to find it, but I also remember seeing some, like some other per, uh, team that was, what would a really interesting landing place for, for OBJ too. Well, I know, I know recently, uh, the Packers have been, oh, Packers, that's who yeah, it was. The number yeah. one now preferred destination for him. Um, I don't really like that because the Seahawks are playing the Packers this upcoming week. Yeah, you think uh, so? If they get him, they won't play him right away. I don't think they might. You I think feel so? like you know you can just put if you have a star wide receiver like that, you can just put him out and just he'll he'll be able to catch yeah, the balls. Maybe, you know, I think I think maybe first game if if they do do that, I feel like maybe first game because he's like he's a he's he's a, a diva wide receiver. Yeah, so he he demands those targets and uh, it's tough to play with him. Yeah, I mean you could just show him a couple routes and then. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think, but the thing is that I think Aaron Rodgers definitely is way better than Baker Mayfield is, and they they can they can probably mesh together better than than Baker did with OBJ. Yeah, anyway. we can get into Aaron Rodgers later. Yeah. Um. Oh, real quick, let me pull up these draft results from last from last week between uh, Jimmy, Chris, and I. Oh man, what a disaster! <laughs> yeah, this one, this one, it was a disaster. It was bad, and um, we have some money on the line for this one too. Money. Ching. Yeah, money. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh no, uh, we'll have to circle around to this because I forgot I didn't finish this. I I, uh, I put the uh, the Sunday games in, and uh, that, but I didn't put the Monday games in. All right, I guess we're putting that on pause. Yeah. Um. Um. Well, we can get into the episode preview. Yeah. Uh, our first segment is a familiar one. It's who's that? We're gonna lay out, you know, a stat of uh, two players. Each and then we're gonna figure out who the player is, and then we have Would You Rather, um, a scenario where we're gonna put out two players and we'll see how each host you know picks between the two to start, um, and then we have the Pickums as our last and final segment, which is we're, we're just gonna go through all the games that are happening in Week Ten, and we're just gonna pick and, and kind of analyze who we think is gonna win. Yeah, semi analyzed. We're not we're not we're not professional analysts. Yeah. We're just gonna give our, our feels about each game and maybe uh provide some people who we would start that people would normally not start. Yep. Or sets these two. Yeah, so we analyze to the best of our ability. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't we don't have actual stats or like any in that real real analysis in front of us. Nope. And all, pretty much all that I know that for me personally, all the analysis that I get is from other analysts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna wing it. <laughs> from yeah. what I I mean, from what I've been watching and you know the results of you know each team right so so yeah let's get into it sounds good first segment yep you want to press the button i got it who's that who's that <laughs> i love it <laughs> all right uh let's do a quick rock paper scissors shoe who uh, see who goes first all right all right rochambeau <laughs> I won. So uh, I'm picking Jimmy to go first. Okay, perfect. All right, so my first player, um, I'm not going to say the position because you'll probably be able to figure it out as I lay out the, the stat line here. So 31 out of 47, uh, so 31 completions out of 47 attempts. Quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> the volume, right? 265 yards, two picks, no touchdowns, and then a five rushing attempts for 50 yards. Hmm. Quarterback. He sounds like he did pretty bad. 
Uh, I mean, I would say mediocre, maybe not terrible, but two picks that would put him down like four points. That almost negates his rushing yards. I don't know. Two picks. Who threw picks this week? Is it Joe Burrow? Not mm. Joe Burrow. Two guesses, right? Two guesses. Okay. Higher or lower? <laughs> <laughs> um, two picks and no touchdowns. Two picks and no touchdowns. Low scoring. No. Probably, it's probably all runs, I'm guessing. Uh, run, if they got touchdowns, it's probably a run, rushing touchdown. Um, it's going to... Is it Colt McCoy? It is not. No, I, don't, I don't need two picks. I, I was that was a dumb pick. That was a dumb guess. So the answer is Josh Allen. Oh my the quarterback goodness. from the Buffalo Bills. Oh my goodness. I should have known that. A putrid. He's, he's got 50 rushing yards. He's a rushing quarterback. A putrid performance from Josh Allen. Yeah. That's... Against a putrid defense in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I forgot to mention, I want to mention this at the top of the show is that this is a very strange week. Very. Very strange week. Bizarre. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All the, all the Giants, like the, uh, not the like the actual giant, uh, NFL, uh, New York Giants, but like, you know, the, the, the big names out there, they all lost this week. Like the, uh, the, the Chiefs lost to a team that they shouldn't have lost to. The Bills lost to a team that they didn't, that shouldn't have lost to. Um, I believe Car- the, Card- the Cardinals barely won, right? Or they lost? Cardinals won. Yeah. Um, I know another big name that lost that shouldn't Saints have lost. lost. Sa- Saints lost. Uh, that actually, that game actually put um, a Atlanta Falcons in uh, contention for playoffs. That, yeah, I know. It's weird it's, over there. It's weird. Uh, another, another, another big name that shouldn't have lost. The Rams and, lost. And did lose. The Rams. And, and as well as um, Team Blackpink. <laughs> yeah, I lost too. Uh, yeah, you too, Jimmy. It was, it was a very... Bizarre week. But yeah, Josh Allen, definitely a fluke, I would say. Yeah. Um, I think they came out of the bye, right? And then, uh, so, I mean, he seems kind of rusty. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, another quarterback that I want to bring up is, is Dak, too, who, who seemed kind of rusty. Yeah. He was playing against the Broncos and didn't really, I mean, he did enough. But, you know, with high expectations, you usually expect, you know, with you... You expect him to do better. Yeah. He, I mean, he's one week removed from an ankle injury. I expect him yeah. to be better next week. Right. As well as Josh Allen. And pretty much every, all the teams this week that lost, that we shouldn't have lost, i calling it all a fluke. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't see this being like a trend in any way. Right. And uh, did you see Josh Allen, the defensive end, uh, you know, cause chaos? Yeah. For I, Josh I, Allen, I, I, was, I was watching the game and it was, it was, I mean, it's, it's so specific the, the stats they were using. Like this is the first time uh, person player <laughs> with the same name has done this. It's like yeah, of course. Like what are the odds, right? Yeah. It's still it's still funny and really interesting to to hear though. Like Josh Allen sacks Josh Allen. Yeah. <laughs> it just it just sounds funny because it sounds like he's sacking himself or intercepting himself and all that. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, uh, I have I have Josh Allen in my other league and I, I scored a total of seventy points. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a rough week for a lot of teams. Like like I was saying, like yeah. what this one team I was playing against. Um, half PPR still. So similar scoring. The, the, the team I was playing against only scored like 51 points. And like a lot of the teams in our league this this uh, this week did, did similarly where they are scoring under 90. Right. Um, so yeah, let's move, let's move on to uh, the next one. I'll take the next one. You got it. It's... Um...
animal intermission. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, as I, I was just about to get to my first, um, who's that? This player, um, he has uh, eight targets, six receptions for 89 yards and one receiving touchdown. All right, so I'm looking at the stat and I'm trying to figure out if you're being a trickster. Because um, uh, additionally, he also has a one rush for negative two yards. I didn't really include that. It's got very, very minor. So there's a possibility that he's a running back. Well, he's only has one <laughs> one rush. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on that being running back. I will give you that. Um, do you want to know what, what position? No, I, I figured it's a receiver. Yeah. Um, but it's such a average stat. Like it could be. It's about right, right around the area Literally. of like 15 points, which is, uh, I would say, a solid week. Okay. A touchdown by itself is like six points. Eight, nine yards is pretty much another like, um, like nine. Okay. I have a, I think I have a guess. Yeah. But I'm scared. Is it, is it Justin Jefferson? Not Justin Jefferson. I, I believe he did better than that this week. He had 15. 15 ball around that point, around the same area then. No, not Justin Jefferson. How about Donovan Peoples-Jones? Oh, I, that's a good guess. I know he did good this week too, but it's not him. Uh, it's actually Brandon Ayuk. Ew. <laughs> Ew, it's, it's, it's right. But I think my outlook is changing on Ayuk at this point in time in the season. Um, ever since he sat down with uh, Coach Shanahan, like he's been getting targets again. He's. Uh, I was watching the game. I don't know if you watched the game, but he actually looked... He looked like a good wide receiver. Like they were passing to him, and he was making catches that that only a good wide receiver would be, would be able to make. Um, and obviously, this isn't like a superstar line, but maybe a uh, a sign of that things are changing for him. Uh, I don't know. I I still don't think the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard he fumbled this game, so I'm surprised he wasn't immediately. Back in the doghouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. D- did Debo have a good game? Uh, Debo had an okay game. I I, I have him in another league. Uh, the one that, where I had Tua. Um, and this past week, he he only scored eight and a half. Eight, a little over eight and a half points. Okay. So he didn't... It, it, a meh week. It does seem like the Niners are getting their players back. Um, from IR and, and injury. Uh, I don't know if that's going to help Ayuk at all. Mm-hmm. I know Kiddo's coming back. Um, Jeff Wilson should be activated. Uh, so they do have more weapons coming back. But, uh, I mean, this is a solid stat line for Ayuk, mm-hmm. even given the fact that he hasn't really performed. Um, so maybe this continues. Yeah. yeah the, the, the ball keeps, keeps I think, rolling. I think it but... does too, especially with the... Uh, this past week, Debo was looking like he was dealing with some in, like questionable. He was being held out of practice for a little bit and limited and stuff like that. Um, Debo has been known to be injury prone, and right. if if that does happen, that's big, definitely a step up for Brandon Ayuk, who who seems to be coming out of the doghouse. Yeah, um, valid. Yeah, why don't we uh, get to our 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 next guy? All right, so he had seven attempts, rushing attempts for twenty four yards. And he caught three out of three passes for 11 yards. This sounds like a running back. Seven, seven, seven attempts sounds like a running back. Um, but it's not very much at all. It sounds like 
like an RB3 type of player. Um, three or three receptions. Oh, I mean, I guess it could. It's a running back, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, I had to clear that first just to make sure. I didn't want to throw like a, uh, a wide receiver because there's uh, there are were a couple teams. The, pit, the Steelers were using their wide receivers as like running backs. As no, I would have steered you in the right direction. <laughs> um, yeah. This is a running back who, let's see, 24 yards. That's like 2.4 points plus 1.5 for, for three receptions. And then plus another like one point. So he only has like six points, seven points. Um, I want to say, don't know who to guess here because it seems like somebody who's not that utilized. Is it somebody that left due to injury? I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like I can't ask for that hint. Is it Jeremy McNichols? Wow. <laughs> wow. I got it. My first, my first guess right on anything ever. That's a great guess. Because I, I, uh, I, I basically, my, my thought process is that this is like somebody who's probably sharing work because there's no way that a team does only that much in terms of the running work. So somebody else is picking up the work and it, it's somebody like Adrian Peterson who can come in and, and be in soak up all the work. Yeah. Usually when I uh, select players for this segment, I pick them so that I can kind of talk about them. Um, so McNichols, he was a hot waiver wire pickup, you know, for like standard leagues, um, redraft leagues this past week, but he didn't really do much. Um, I mean, the Titans game was really weird. Uh, no one really performed, um, because, you know, the defense was really good. They had a pick six in that game. Um, and when I, when I picked up, Adrian Peterson, I didn't think he was going to get, you know, any work because him being a really old back. Yeah. Uh, coming in, you know, late into the season. We don't know how much he's been doing during the off season, And, you know, if he's been staying healthy and, and you know, training. Um, but he ended up getting like that garbage touchdown because of the way the game script was. Uh, they were up a lot and they needed to run the clock. So um, AP seems to be like the, the guy at the goal line. Mm-hmm. And McNichols just... Seems to be the guy, you know, to to try to get the some something going for the Titans, but he played more snaps than AP, and that that was his stat line. It wasn't that impressive. Yeah, it was really, really. I feel I, I personally felt like it was a dart throw between the two. I didn't go for either of them in any in any of my, any leagues I was in, just because I didn't feel confident in either one. Um, AP is interesting in that, like you like you said, he's really he is really old. He's like thirty five. I think he's like thirty six. Yeah, he's like yeah, really, around he, that age. He's he's really old. He basically just says. Like he just says uh, no to the to the age where running backs are supposed to, the cliff for the running back we said was twenty eight right and yeah. he just says nope not me and he continues to play anyways he whenever he plays he seems to be somewhat relevant yeah and if you if you watch the game you, you can see he still runs pretty hard yeah um like I said he he ran it in at the very end of the game mm-hmm. for his lone garbage touchdown right um so I don't know if he's gonna be viable moving forward. Um, as well as Jerry McNichols. I don't know what they're going to do with that backfield. Yeah, me neither. Um, it's hard to say, but I think that AP does have the most experience and they're probably they're going to utilize that experience. Yeah, and they like they like the guys that run hard, you know, like Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Jerry McNich- Jeremy McNichols actually finished 43rd this past week in half PPR. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Um, so I, I, I want, I'm going to go with my second player now. Uh, my first player I said was uh, six out of eight receptions, uh, 89 yards and one touchdown. 
the second player is also six out of eight receptions, 101 yards and touchdown. Very similar stat line, just a little more yards. Yeah, no, when I was looking at the, <laughs> the two lines, I'm like, they're so similar, but uh, your second player has more yards. Um, I would have guessed the same players that I guessed in the, the beginning, but I think it's fine. Uh, I'm going to guess <laughs> Hunter Renfro. <laughs> Oh, oh, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> I thought I got it right. No, I pressed the wrong button. That's my bad. This, you should have gotten one of these. Damn it. No, it's not Hunter, Hunter I was Renfro. Like, what? And in fact, I'll tell you that it's not a wide receiver. What? Okay. You trickster. That's uh, why, that's why I, I, I wanted to offer you that uh, in the first place. Now, I, I, I rarely, I mean, I didn't watch any of the, uh, much of the games this past Sunday. Yeah. Just because. They were busy. Yeah. And like, I wasn't interested because my team wasn't performing. <laughs> uh, but I don't even know. Uh, how about this? It's somebody that, somebody that I mentioned in last week's podcast as well. But uh, it wasn't like a focus person. <laughs> it, wasn't, it was just like a mention. That's not going to help me. Uh, it's not even a receiver. And they put up 101. Is that 101? Receiving yards. Receiving yards? Yep. Six, eight targets, six receptions. Who the heck scored it? I don't, I have no idea. I'm just going to just throw a dart. Uh, is it uh, Joe Mixon? It is not. Joe Mixon did great this past week, by the way. Did he? He, he was a beast. Uh, I believe Joe Mixon um, is one, of, one is up there in the top three this week. I, let me, I can check that for you. Oh, I lied. Joe Mixon is top four. So um, good. Yeah. Uh, this player with uh, the 101 yards and a touchdown is actually George Kittle. What? Yeah, returning from injury. I I wasn't. I know that in our league, um, Team CB Tran did, didn't didn't place George Kittle off the injury, but I I did in one of my leagues because I kind of felt forced to. I, it was either him or um, Uzama. And I went with Kittle and it paid off. I, like I was saying but, uh, in the last podcast where George Kittle, he w was kind of a trade target for me because he hasn't really been pre performing um, up, up until his injury. Like before that, he was drafted as a top three uh, tight end and he wasn't giving those top three tight end numbers. So I was thinking that, you know, he's a trade target either way or, or four. You can get value either way. Um, and this week he came back and he did it. He was the guy uh, that they went to, and he Wait, was looking good. Did, did you say 101 re receiving yards? Yeah. Why did I? Why did I think you said rushing yards? Mm -mm. Uh, receiving yards. I think, that's, I, I, think that's what I, threw I, me I, I don't have any rushing stats here. It says uh, it says uh, six out of eight receptions for uh, 101 yards. I see. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I don't know. I, I got kind of thrown off. I didn't even think it was a tight end at all. Yeah. Oh, I guess I guess I misled you with the with the fact that it wasn't a wide receiver. No, nah, I don't know. I I just got I don't know. I didn't even I didn't even know Kittle was back this week. Yeah, it was a it was a very like, a game time decision. I think. Oh. Um, I I because I remember putting him in on Saturday night or mon Sunday morning before I went to bed or something like that, and um, because they took away his uh his questionable status. I knew that he was already back from IR and all that. So that maybe yeah. that, maybe that's why I, you had a decent week. You know, maybe uh I, we gotta. I mean, if we were like professional analysts, I would like to see the stat with uh, Ayuk playing uh, with Kittle. Yeah. Um, 
Because I'd be, in, I'd be interested I, to see that. I know that like they they played together in the beginning of the season when Ayuk was not looking good. Then I don't I don't think I'm not sure if it's correlated um, that the the performances of the two. Um, because in the beginning of the season Ayuk was really bad and Kittle was also really bad, and I don't I don't know what changed. I think that teams are starting to defend harder on Debo. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, and um, Garoppolo is looking for different options. Um, for both these players, actually, I was talking about their outlook a little bit that they, um, I see a brighter rest of the season for them. But at the same time, I'm also a little concerned that if they do switch quarterbacks to Trey Lance, because Trey Lance doesn't play the same way as Jimmy Garoppolo and, uh, things will definitely change if, if Trey Lance plays because he runs way more than Garoppolo does. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the game plan will still be the same. Um, but decision-making wise, I yeah, I'm not too sure how that would pan out. Yeah. All right, so that's it for uh, for who's that? Is there any other remarkable players that you ha- that you would like to mention this week? No, but uh, I wanted to go backtrack to Josh Allen. Um, he finished twenty on the week, and he finished behind guys like Jordan Love. Ugh, and, uh, I started Jordan Love. That Cole was bad. McCoy, <laughs> uh, back up, you know, to to some 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 studs right there, and and Josh Allen really couldn't do much on the Jaguars. And uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying this is probably not saying much, but the Seahawks beat the Jaguars last week, the mm-hmm. prior week by like a substantial, substantial amount. And the bills put up six points against them. <laughs> yeah. It was, I don't know. They just didn't show up. They just forgot their team at home, I guess when they went to the Jags. Yeah. It's, it's just concerning when, if you know, someone like Josh Allen puts up, you know, numbers like that, you're supposed to be one of these elite, you know, playoff teams and, and you can't, you can't do anything against the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is really, really funky. And um, but I do feel like we do see games like this every season where like a, a good team has a bad game. Yeah, it just so happens that this year all these good teams having bad games happens on the same week, which is which makes it like extra weird. Yeah, it's, it's but, probably. But I feel like I do feel like this happens every year, and not like not every single player does great every single game. Yeah. Josh Allen had Josh Allen's number. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, were, they, they, they talked about this ahead <laughs> There can only be one. <laughs> yeah. Um, talk about taking, uh, kicking butt and taking names, huh? <laughs> 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 All right. So let's move on to our next segment. Uh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you hit the button again? I got it. Would you rather... I like it when we do that together. It sounds way better. <laughs> I should do it on like a higher pitch. Oh yeah, we, we can harmonize. We can harmonize. We'll try that on the next one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll go first this time. Um, so my first, would you rather? Um, I think we're just going to start. I'm going to set the stage with uh, would you rather for the rest of the season? And then we can adjust that depending on how we feel you know, in our conversation. Yeah. So for the rest of the season, season would you rather have... Uh, Najee Harris or DeAndre Swift? Um, just a little background for for the way they've been doing so far in the season. Um, Najee Harris and DeAndre Swift both have ve- are very similar in fantasy points on the season. They're like one tw- between one twenty and one twenty five. Um, Najee rushes a little more, but doesn't get doesn't get as many receptions. Uh, whereas Swift uh, doesn't rush as much, but gets more receptions. Uh, if you want the numbers. Uh, Najee has 128 attempts for 479 yards and three touchdowns. That's rushing. 
uh, in receiving, Najee has 49 um, targets. 37 of them he caught for 273 yards and two touchdowns. That's Najee Harris. Uh, DeAndre Swift, on the other hand, um, he has 90 rushing attempts, uh, 289 yards, and three touchdowns rushing. Receiving is 57 targets for 49, 47 uh, completions, um, 415 yards, and two touchdowns. I think I think this is a pretty easy one for me. Um, if I had to go with one for the rest of the season, I would go with Najee. Um, just because you can't you can't really deny the volume that he's getting. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 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 like Ben's first option for everything. You know, I, I, that's what I feel like. And with Juju out uh, for the year, he's he's only going to be looking to to get more of that target share. Um, and Besides the first week against Buffalo, he hasn't dropped below 15 fantasy points per game. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas with uh, DeAndre Swift, I feel like he's more likely to bust than, than Najee Harris. Yeah, um, that's true. He's had, he's had three games where he scored under 10, um, DeAndre Swift. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy for me. Yeah. And, and I, with uh, Najee, his schedule, rest of the season looks, looks easier. Or, uh, I mean, it, it seems like it's going to be easier, but we, re- we really can't judge with the, the schedule because, you know, the games could be, you know. It's really game, game script dependent sometimes. Yeah. But it seems like Najee is game script proof. Yeah. And you would think that uh, with DeAndre Swift, you would think that he's game, game script proof too because Lions have not won a game. Well, I mean, anti. I, wish, I should say anti game script, game script proof because they should be throwing more since the Lions always are losing. Yeah. Um, but the thing is that, like, where where are the points going to on Detroit other than Swift? I have no idea. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like Swift should be doing better. Detroit Lions, they're always behind. That, that makes sense as to why Swift has more receiving work because right. they need to throw all the time. Um, but I I can't disagree with you here. I think Najee's a better better pick. But how how would I how would I say this? What if what if I asked you to pick? Would you what, what which one would you rather have for the next up, for the upcoming game? They're playing each other. Oh, they're playing each other? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know, because Swift's coming back from the bye. And I, I expect him to be fresh and healthy, but that's mm-hmm. what you want to think. I, I would have to say I would go with Najee here because the Pittsburgh defense is pretty good. Yeah. At, you know, their run defense is, is pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I, I would still stick with Najee here. Okay. And um, if, if I were to say... A dynasty outlook. That's. I feel like that's an easy Najee. Am I right? Um, for dynasty, it would be really close. Um, I mean, I don't know because I feel like Najee has the better team. He has the better quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, he. I was watching Najee play uh, this past Monday. It was a Monday game. Uh, I was watching Najee play, and he looked really good. He. Uh, I mean. The way that he runs sometimes, like he, there was this one play where he's running up behind his blockers and he went right and he saw a defender and he took a step back and went left. And, um, and then he, even after that, he still broke a tackle and that, and it, it really reminded me of like Le'Veon Bell. Bell in his yeah. prime. Like he was very patient with his run yeah. and actually thinking about what he was doing rather than just powering through. Yeah. He's, uh, he's not just, I mean, he is super powerful, but he's not all power. He's very finesse too. 
And I, I like that. I, I think it's Najee all the way up in every category. Yeah, I mean, it would be close, but I, I, the, I would think Najee edges out uh, DeAndre Swift a little bit just because Swift has Jamal uh, Williams with him. Mm-hmm. With Najee, he's the clear-cut number one guy there. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes you get a little bit of Benny Snell and whoever. Yeah, but uh, they, they look like I, I, I was I was watching them and Benny Snell and uh, who's the, the uh, I think Caleb Balage, Caleb Balage. They, they practically did nothing. Like they they got the ball and they would just fall where they got. Yeah, the ball. I mean they're I think they're literally in there just so that Najee can take a break. Yeah, exactly. You know, just a, a little breather for him for sure. But yeah, so yeah, I agree. Alrighty, why don't why don't we uh, get to yours? All right, so. My first guy is Mr. Unlimited himself <laughs> coming back from injury, from a, uh, a hand injury, Russell Wilson, um, the Seahawks quarterback. And we have on the other side, Aaron, I'm allergic to COVID vaccine, uh, things in the, the COVID vaccine, <laughs> Rogers. The way you have it written here, it looks like A.A. Ron. Yeah, I, I put it like that. <laughs> I put it in the doc like that, but um, yeah. So we have we have two quarterbacks that are coming back from, would we say, adversity? <laughs> uh, that's a good way to put it. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. Where uh, not they're not playing, not by choice. Yeah. Um, I think it's also really interesting because you also chose two two players who are playing against each other <laughs> in the upcoming week. Yeah, I was looking at the games and I thought that would be interesting. Yeah, like an interesting narrative. Uh, this is tough. Um, I I like both quarterbacks, um, but I think I have to go with um, I think I have to go with Aaron Rodgers here. I think overall, I think overall he's just the better quarterback. Is this the rest of the season or uh, no? Just for this upcoming just week. For this upcoming week. Um, oof, oof, oof. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Aaron. Okay. Um, I just feel like. He, they both have really good throwing options, but like, I just feel like Aaron Rodgers has always been able to, uh, except for week one, uh, like show up to a game and just uh, cut through a defense most of the time. And he just, he's a great quarterback mind. Okay. So, so you don't, how do you think Russ is going to do coming back from, he, he didn't really sustain a, you know, like a terrible injury. It was just like a freak, uh, finger injury. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't think Russell Wilson's gonna do bad. I, I honestly think that he's. I'm not worried about him coming off this injury. Um, I like if for like if it was like uh like an ankle sprain or something like that, like where there's risk of reaggravation, I would be much more concerned. But for something like this, I don't see him. Um, I don't see him like re-injuring or being held back by this injury. I don't. I don't feel like. I don't feel like he would come back to play if he wasn't ready. And I, I see him coming back and being the Russell Wilson he was before his injury, and, and which was, you know, always a, a pretty good quarterback. So Chris Carson is supposed to be coming back as well. Does that change your, your mind in any way? And then with Aaron Rodgers, he, he had COVID, I believe. Um, and I, I don't think he's going to be back on the field, the practice field until late in the week. So do you think, that changes your mind at all? Him coming, you know, it being a late practice? No, I don't think it matters as much for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I do think I have a better a better outlook for the Seahawks in general. I think it's going to be a, a pretty good game uh, between the two teams. 
with especially with Carson back. Carson like way better than the, the other backup running backs. Um, but no, I think my 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 pick still stays the, stays the same. I think Aaron will do better than than uh, Russell Wilson. What if the Hawks get OBJ? If the Hawks get OBJ, <laughs> then it's a different story. Especially especially if OBJ plays. I feel like uh, OBJ like like I was saying earlier. I think I feel like week one, the first like first couple, like first week he's there, he can come in and he can dominate, and like just just playing like his natural instinct football, like like you were saying, just show him a route and he'll run it, and then um, yeah, just like go routes, you know, just 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 tell him to run downfield, and then Russ, yeah. Russ is just gonna air it out. To him. Like personally, where I stand on OBJ, I'm not. Very excited about him, but I know that he has been a great, a great wide receiver in the past, and we have seen flashes. So I think he, he can still do it. Like uh, we've seen like moments where he's um, done, you know, OBJ type things. It's just that it doesn't happen a lot with the Browns. They just they're, they're just never clicked. Yeah, I, I saw um like a it was like a Twitter. I would say I don't know like a Twitter pick. Um, the last time he had a, over a hundred yard game was Tom Brady was still on, on the Pats. Um, I forgot what the other ones are. Like Luke Keekley was still in the league. So it's been a while. It's been like over two years probably that he's, you know, yeah. it's because he's also been injured. So yeah. That, that, you know, he can't that, stay that on the field. So that definitely factors into it for sure. And I, I also feel like um, in terms of like the way that he was with the Browns, like, like I was saying, he is very much like a, a diva wide receiver. And I feel like that, that personality really affects the team in that, like, uh, he's like, hey, like you, you, you saw the way his his dad. Um, did you hear about that? His dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. tweeting out, um, and just like, uh, he demands targets. He knows he's good, and he demands targets. And then Baker Mayfield feels pressured to get those targets to him, but even though he can't, and I feel like that brings down the team when Baker feels like he can make a better decisions elsewhere. And um, uh, I I've I can't remember where I found them or where I heard it, but there, there's stats out there that that show that Baker just plays better when OBJ is not there. So I think that re- I think when it comes to OBJ, wherever OBJ lands, it it really I think it'll really um, matter how the locker room kind of personality is there. Like if they can satisfy him and and like um, where he's not like being a diva uh, and he is more like a team player than a I'm great and uh, pass the ball to me all the time type of player. Uh, I think that that's what they need to find for him is a place where he Honestly, can. I think, I think it's just ultimately like Baker and Odell just didn't click. And I feel like he just needed a, he needs a change in scenery. Um, well, the things that after, after the Giants, he did get a change in scenery and he, he still didn't do great. And it's true that they didn't click. They definitely didn't. And I, I think it's because of that pressure that he put on the team. That's the, yeah, that's the but thing. I've, I've, I saw a tweet from, I think it was Tory Smith, who was like a former wide receiver. They said that he's, he's a great uh, locker room guy. He's a great teammate. Um, I mean, even Landry, who, who played with him on the Browns, said he was a great teammate. But, you know, they played all the way back to LSU. So it could be like, you know, a biased uh, take on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we, we, we from, as spectators don't really know what yeah. happens yeah. behind the scenes. It's, that's absolutely um, true. And then like the media portrays him as, you know, this, 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 this diva, but um, I think wherever he goes, because it seems like he wants to go to a contending team. Yeah, he 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 already said straight up, like to yeah. the media, that he's not he's not signing if it's a bad team. I mean, which which if you're that great, you're 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 playing to to win, right? You're playing to, for the championship. Yeah, I think he makes an immediate impact wherever he goes. Yeah. Um, it, but with him and Baker, I think that just never worked out. Um, 
because he he was fine on New York. He was he was fine in New York with you know Eli Manning towards the end of his career. Yeah, so. he needs somebody who can who can definitely get him the ball. Do, can do it well. Yeah, they just need to find how you know because with Baker, if you watch, I didn't see all all the clips of Odell, uh, but Baker would miss him on wide open passes that would some sometimes would would get him into the end zone. Yeah, but, yeah. There there are definitely times where it seems like like uh, there was just miscommunication on the play. Like I, that happened more often than not. I think. Yeah. And when when you have a when you have like a, a great wide receiver like that, you have to be on the same page. Otherwise, someone is going to be unhappy. Yeah. You know. All right, um, so that that Mister Limited and AA Ron turned into an OB, OBJ talk, but that's okay. <laughs> it, it's, it's because of all the buzz that's been going on with him going uh, as a favorite going to the Hawks or him as a favorite going to the Packers. You know, so it, he, wherever he goes, he's going to make an impact. Yeah. All right. So moving on to uh, my second, would you rather? Um, I have two players here. One of them I already mentioned was uh, is Kittle. And the other one is Pat Fryermuth. Uh, I think this is super interesting. Did you did you hear Pat Fryermuth's stat line from this past week? He played I, on Monday. Yeah, I saw that he had two touchdowns. Yeah, he did great. His yardage wasn't kind of met, but he's he's looking really good in terms of fantasy output because of the touchdowns. Um, who would you rather have for the rest of the season? I think this is another easy one for me. I would I would have Pat Fryermuth, um, just because he's young. He shows that he can you know, mm-hmm. make plays and score touchdowns. He's great for fantasy. Um, with Kittle, Kittle is very injury prone. Um, I don't know if he's played a full season of football, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think I would, I would go with Fryermuth okay. in this situation. So I think that, so then that with that argument, it stands that you would also say that Fryermuth for Dynasty Outlook also. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The Dynasty Outlook is, I would definitely take Pat. Yeah. Okay. What if I, what if I said this, what, Pat Fryermuth, or Kyle Pitts. Okay, so that that gets a little bit more interesting. Um, I would go with Kyle Pitts. I think, uh, so, I think so too. In the in like the immediate situation, because Ridley's out, I've heard that Kyle Pitts Kyle Pitts has been lining up on like wide receiver routes. Yeah, he literally lines as up a tight end. Yeah, yeah, like way far outside the line, and he's literally just a wide receiver. Yeah, but Firemouth is is still a great option. He's he he would probably be second for like dynasty outlook. Yeah. Um, because Ben looks at him. Ben with Eric Ebron out too. Yeah. Uh, it makes it makes Firemouth more interesting and, and more attractive. Absolutely. And uh, I, again, I was watching this game, and Firemouth seems to be like, especially when they're in the end zone. Firemouth is like the first, if not if if like if he's not the second look, he's the first look. Yeah. Like like Ben's like looking for this guy in the end zone. Yeah, you love you love those big aggressive tight ends you just throw it up and it's a mismatch and he just goes and grabs it yeah does it concern you that i mean i think he only has like 36 yards or something like that receiving three receptions for 36 yards something like that um does it concern you that most of his points come from touchdowns with touchdowns not being a sticky stat that like it's not consistent yeah it's actually i mean like i feel like it's rough when it when tight ends are like tight end or touchdown dependent um it makes it it makes it really hard to kind of start them week in week out um, but I feel like this is, I feel like Firemuth is just getting started with Big Ben. I don't know if Big Ben's going to play much longer, um, but if they have a, a chemistry and they're, they're just starting to get going, then Firemuth would definitely probably, you know, put up more stats. Yeah. Receiving yards wise. Agreed. Um, 
All right, let's move on to our next one. All right. I'm going to hit the button. Do it. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind, rewind. We don't, we didn't, we didn't do your second would you rather. Oh. <laughs> good catch, good catch. All right. All right. Um, so, my second would you rather consists of two wide receivers. Yep. Um, their situation is kind of interesting, um, but I want to just lay it out there and then I want to get your thoughts on it. So, the first player is Donovan Peoples Jones from the Cleveland Browns. And Hunter Renfro from the Las Vegas Raiders. Oof. Uh, both both um, teams have a vacancy in the wide receiver position, which, uh, you know, gives both these guys more targets. So I think they're in very similar situations where, you know, Hunter, the Las Vegas Raiders, they lost... Uh, rugs. Rugs. Yeah. Uh, Las, Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders lost rugs opening up more targets to Hunter Renfro and whoever else is there, Brian Edwards, hopefully. Um, he goosed this past week. I know, I know. It was, I started it was him. Bad. You started him? Yep. I uh, I didn't start him because I didn't need to, but like I considered him in a different league because he was really enticing to me. Yeah. Um, But, you know, he goosed, and that was, that was just a really bad sign. I didn't like that at all. Um, And on the other hand, we have uh, DPJ, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, with... Um, the vacancy of OBJ now, um, opening up the game again in the, in, this, in basically what I said earlier about OBJ on the Browns. Um, and I know that DBJ did great this week. Um, and he's only a rookie too. Uh, so this is rest of the season? Yeah, or, rest okay. of the season is fine. Um, rest of season. Uh, this is hard. I feel like uh, rest of the season, I, I have to take Hunter Renfro. Uh, Hunter Renfro has been kind of like the go-to guy for Derek Carr, um, especially with Rugs missing. It's gonna be Hunter Renfro and then somebody else. Um, we were I was, we were hoping as Rugs is not doesn't look like it's gonna be. Uh, whereas on the Browns they still have Jarvis Landry, and um, I just don't see DPJ as a rookie becoming the one. Yeah, so you put it perfectly that these two guys with their situation there's. A vacancy in in you know shares, so they're they're definitely gonna see more volume. Um, I I think with DPJ, that's the guy that they wanted OBJ to be. Um, but they you know the connection with Baker and DPJ is is great. Um, he had he had like a long yardage touchdown this past week. Um, and then with Renfro, does does your answer change? Because recent news, uh. Deshaun Jackson is signing with the Raiders. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Um, I don't think my outlook changes too much. I feel like Hunter... Uh, Deshaun Jackson, he's older. He's like 35, but he's still doing great. Um, and I think he becomes the downfield threat rather than what Hunter Renfro does. He's kind of like the, the short field guy. Yeah, um, I definitely agree because I feel like they brought in Deshaun Jackson to kind of fill in that role that Henry Ruggs left. Exactly. Um, and Hunter Renfro is, is that short slot you know, short yardage guy, um, always reliable, uh, can get you the first down if needed. So yeah, I do, I do agree with you. Yeah, I um, just I think between the two players, DPJ and Renfro, I just feel like Renfro is, is going to have more consistent output than DPJ. Yeah. And so that's why I feel like I have to take him rest of the season. Definitely close. Yeah. But I, I would have to lean towards Renfro too. Yeah. But if we're talking dynasty, I'm taking DPJ all the way. Yeah. He's a rookie. He looks good. And um, there was, there was 
you know, some whispers about him before this, before coming into the season. Um, and it looks like he does have that potential. Yeah. That's something, that's something that we'd like to see in our rookies is like sparks and flashes exactly. of, of greatness. Like they don't have to be great all the time because they're rookies. Just show us that you can do it every yeah. once in a while. And stay out of trouble. Yeah. Stay out of trouble is a big <laughs> one. <laughs> all right. We running it back? Yeah, let's run it back. <laughs> Pickums. Oh, that, <laughs> our uh, our transitions are getting even better. <laughs> oh, imagine when we have three people here. Oh yeah, we're gonna have the bass line, the soprano, and yep. the the melody. A whole choir. <laughs> oh, maybe we should get our whole league to make drops for us. That would be dope. Yeah, that's something we should do towards the end or yeah, at the end maybe, of the maybe season. for next for next for next season. Yeah, because uh, this podcast wasn't really uh, in the talks until like late until late. Yeah, so um. That'd yeah. be something fun to do. Yeah. I like, mean, it's only our first year. We're still learning and we're still figuring things out. So there's still a lot of room for us to uh, to grow and, and improve. Yeah, we have to have some type of off-season shenanigans. Oh, yeah, for know? sure. Absolutely. I'm, I'm already planning on some. <laughs> um, all right. So pickums, what we're doing here is um, we're just going to go through uh, all the games of week 10. And we're going to um, uh, pick who we think is going to win. Uh, for me, this personally cor- correlates with our uh, our CBS league that Henry hosts, um, and I pre- pretty much went through and made my picks at the same time there. Um, so let's get started with the Thursday game: Baltimore at Miami. Oh, I, this I, if I had like if I I don't think I would watch this game <laughs> personally. I don't think it would be a fun game to watch. Um, it doesn't seem like Tua's healthy. I heard he fractured something in his finger. Yeah, he he has a fracture in his hand or finger or something in his throwing area. <laughs> in his throwing area. <laughs> so it looks like Brissett is the the guy again. I think so. Yeah, that, that was that was the surprise that that took me by surprise this past week. Yeah, I, it was like last minute too. Yeah, it was very last minute. Like I said, I I I went got home from work. Uh, Check my lineup to make sure, and then I went to sleep, and then I woke up and it's like Tua has a surprise fracture. <laughs> so like, risky. He was. Gonna, I thought. I, I thought Tua was going to be great this week. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I don't think this is going to be a great game either. Um, I, it's it's just I feel like it's an easy pick just to pick Baltimore because they're such they're just a way better team. They're, yeah, they're a better team. But personally, I don't think either teams are like I don't think they're fun to watch Baltimore even though they're better you know they're better they have a better offense better defense this is this isn't like a matchup that I'm really into yeah so you don't you don't think you, there's any starts here no, no. Um, I mean if you have since we're in a you know super flex dynasty league you would obviously start the 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 must starts who are like Lamar Jackson, um, definitely Lamar Jackson for sure. But other than that, I don't know who else you would start. Maybe maybe Mike Gesicki on the other side. But I would start Mike, Mike Gesicki on the other side. I would start. I would, I'm still starting. I'm still on the the Marquise Brown train. Are you? He's. I think he's a uh, top fifteen. He's. I think he's thirteenth right now. Really? So he's still doing. He's do, doing pretty good. The one highlight I saw from the last the, the last week's Baltimore game was a. Uh, I guess a nice reception by Rashad Bateman. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's definitely part of the equation, but I don't. Yeah. I 
uh, between between the two. I, I still trust Marquise Brown more as as the season stats are showing. Number right. thirteen on the season. I I think he's, I said he's going to be top ten, something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, um, definitely possible. Um, would you start? Would you start uh, Mark Andrews here? I would start. Yeah, if, yeah. I mean, if I didn't have any other options, I would start Mark Andrews. Yeah, because if you have Mark, Mark Andrews, you're not likely to have like uh, George Kittle or yeah. any of the other top guys. So he's a start. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I think that's it. Maybe, oh, that maybe Miles Miles Gaskin. Maybe. Uh, Wait, how did he do this past week? I need he, to find out. He did. He did okay. He I think it's like nine points, ten points, something like that. Because oh. I <laughs> I start I started him in our our commission draft from from last podcast episode. Yeah. And uh, I have it here, I think. Uh, Miles Gaskins, 11.7 points in half PPR. I mean, it's decent, but like, you know. Solid, that... solid, but not what you expect from an RB1. Yeah. For, it, for the team's RB1. With the, with the pattern, it's I don't know if it's he really. Broke, I, I think he broke the pattern this week. Yeah. It was like really good, but really bad. Really good, really bad. And it's supposed to be really good this week. And uh, I was saying, you can't, you can't read into these patterns. There's no real correlation. Yeah, but, you, you uh, would he, expect him to do better going against Houston. Yeah, exactly. I think I think Tua not playing was part part of that. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think I start Miles Gaskin. Yeah, I think um, you can start him in a pinch. But yeah. Other than that, yep. I'd stay away. Yep. From the gas man, he's stinky. Yep. All right, uh, let's let's go to our one p.m. games. Yeah. Um, so first on up, Sunday. first up, we have New Orleans at Tennessee. Yes, we do. Uh, this one's an interesting one. I think you you have easy pick for pretty much most games here. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like trolling, but not really. No, I know it's fine. Um, who do you have, Jimmy? So I have Tennessee. With I mean, they've been they've been on a roll. They've been beating solid teams. Um, but honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they lost to New Orleans because they lost to, to poopy teams too. They lost to the Jets. <laughs> that's right. Um, that's and that's part part of the reason why I'm taking uh, New Orleans here. Um, I think New Orleans is even without um, their Jameis, Jameis, and uh, I was gonna say uh, Drew Brees. Even without Drew Brees, we I expected him not them not to be a great team this year. But they they're positive record, and they've been winning. Sean, Sean Payton's a great coach, and uh, he's been figuring figuring it out for the team, and they that's why they've been doing so well even without quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and as I have a little fun fact written down here that um in the betting world, um. When when the Saints are favorite to, favorites to win, they're uh, one and four against the spread. But when they're underdogs, they're three and zero. Oh. So it's kind of clear in this game they're actually the, the underdogs, and it's kind of clear that like uh, New Orleans wins when they're underdogs. Uh, obviously, you can't say for sure because it's I yeah. guess it's betting. Um, but I, I think it's a, a little extra confidence booster for me to pick New Orleans. I just I just think with Trevor, Trevor Simeon behind center. Uh, I don't have a lot of confidence in New Orleans. They they might get it done uh, in the running game, but Tennessee has been looking really good. Uh, their defense has been looking solid. They've been playing hard. Um, it looks like they're. I think they're number one in the AFC. If I am, I have it pulled up right now. That's what I heard. But uh, they, I could they be are wrong number one in the AFC South. Yeah. So pretty interesting. It looks like they're gonna continue to you know ride that momentum. Yeah. That's what I think, but I could be wrong. They're also New Orleans also playing away. They're they're in enemy territory this week. Mm-hmm. So definitely tougher. Yeah. For Simeon. Fair, fair. Um, but yeah, that's all I have. I, uh, I guess for starts, would you start 
Who would you start on the Tennessee side? On the Tennessee side, AJ Brown. AJ Brown, sounds, yep, that, I would do the same. For sure. I mean, he, he's, he's a lock. You start him every week. Would you start Tannehill? Um, I don't know how, I can't, I, can, I don't remember, no, I don't remember how New Orleans has been doing in terms of defense Their this defense year. defense is solid. Um, I'd be cautious about starting Tannehill. I feel like Tannehill has definitely been heating up for me. Uh, I remember he, he started the season very uh, poorly uh, in my eyes. Um, cause I, he was somebody that I want to draft and I was kind of glad that I didn't draft him. But now at this point in the season, I feel like Tannehill's heating up. So, yeah. um, I would spot, I would start him if I had to, if I didn't have better options, but Tannehill's, I think it's solid in terms of points. He, he won't sink your boat. I just love the fact that he, he, uh, like even around the goal line, he just tucks the ball in and runs. Uh, Tannehill? Yeah. Yeah. I just love. I just it's, love that. It's it's always, it's always a hopeful thing for anybody who starts him for sure. Yeah, especially him being an an older vet. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, did you see? Uh, uh, you probably didn't. I'm not sure if you saw. Uh, Big Ben did that this week. Did he? He he he, he didn't make it to the end, the end zone, <laughs> but, but he was like right there, and I it was just like, I was I was I was wowed. I did not expect him to do that, and commentators were saying like he he you know he idolized this other quarterback from the past I don't know oh. and that he plays that way and it looked it's very reminiscent of that quarterback I feel like every time I looked up <laughs> Big Ben was getting sacked oh yeah, he, <laughs> he he got sacked quite a few times but uh but yeah um anyways t- Titans yeah um Ken Hill I'd start him if I'd probably start him yeah more times than I wouldn't New Orleans side Camara Camara I think Camara's um Camara's a, a lock player anyways yeah. but I think he's gonna do great this week I have high hopes for him. That's all I have for either team. Really. Yeah, you, you really can't trust anybody on the receiving core of New Orleans. Yeah, not with Simeon. Yeah, not what I mean, just the, them in general. Yeah, I feel like they don't have enough name reputation for me to start any of them. Um, all right, let's go. Let's move on. We have a lot of teams to get through. So, yeah, um, Buffalo at Jets, easy pick. Buffalo. I want to say honestly, like honestly, I have Buffalo pick, but. I can see this being an upset game. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe Buffalo bounced back, but the Jets have been really good. And I feel like the Jets are the type of team to to beat a really good team like this. Well, you were, you were saying that they beat the, the Titans earlier yeah. in the year. Didn't um, they beat someone else too? That's really good. I, I don't remember who, but... Uh, it was, was, it, was it their London game? Yeah, let me, let me pull it up. Did they beat the Jags? Did they, they beat the Jags? I think they've London? done it twice this year where they beat a really good team. I just have to fact check. They beat the Bengals. That's who it was. Oh yeah, they uh, basically beat the the one seed at the time. Yeah, the one seed at the time. That that division is crazy. Yeah, so I I think the Jets could do it again. Like this is another game where I wouldn't be surprised that the Jets win. <laughs> I don't I don't see it coming. I I think that uh, I think the I think the Bills get their get their get themselves back together after after this horrific loss to the Jags. Really, I think they they wake up after that. That that's a huge wake up call for them to uh, play play poorly like the way they did. Yeah, I mean that's most likely the case, but I feel like the Jets will stay competitive as long as they have Mike White. Mike White has been solid too. Yeah, he he left the game last week. Is he, is he starting this week? Yeah, uh, he had like a finger issue or something, a hand, hand issue, but they said he's going to be playing this week. For Joe Flacco owners, is it safe to drop Fl- Joe Flacco? I would I would hold on to him for a little bit longer. Yeah, um, especially if you spent twenty six dollars fab on him. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, the, the quarterback pool is not, it's not too big. Um, and at any time with all the COVID and stuff that has been happening at any time, Joe Flacco's number could be called. So, yeah. Um, well, I mean, Mike White was out last week with an injury, like in the middle of a game and they, they called up somebody else. Yeah, it was like Josh Johnson or something. Has, has, I, I have no idea why they traded for him if they're not going to play him. Yeah. I mean, either. I mean, he's been on the team for a week now. He should, and he, he's been on the team before. Yeah. I mean, given it was a different coach, but yeah, not like he doesn't know how to play. Right. I don't know. Um, who are you starting on the Buffalo side? Buffalo side, the, the usual starters. Um, I would, I, I'm actually going to, I would actually, you know, Stephon Diggs is a start. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders, Josh, Josh Allen is a start. Um, I would actually start Zach Moss in this game and maybe even Devin, Devin Singletary. I think Moss, Moss got hurt last game. Oh, it's Devin Singletary. You're right. Moss got hurt. He might not play. I yeah. think Devin Singletary is the the player that you might want to be on the lookout for this week because of the Moss injury. And I and I do see Buffalo getting ahead on this game. Yeah. So then uh, who would you start in the Jets? Anybody? Um, would you I would, start Elijah Moore? I would start. I would start Elijah Moore. He was he was looking hot. Two touchdowns last week. Yeah, it's possible he gets another another touchdown. But I don't see him that being, like I said, not a consistent stat. But I, I do, I do, I do think he gets the work, and they're going to throw. What about Michael Carter? Um, I, the previous week he did, he had like twenty-seven points. I could be wrong there, but mm-hmm. he was he was very good with Mike White. And then last week Mike White had to step out, and he really didn't perform. Yeah. Um. I think Michael Carter is a player that I start in a pinch, like if I need to, but I wouldn't count on him. Um, it just seems like he's he, he's a rookie and it, I can't trust him yet. What about Jameson Carter? Would you start Jameson Carter? No, I don't think I would start any of the receiving options uh, besides Elijah Moore. Um, do you know what, where they are in terms of uh, uh, target share? I don't. I don't know. I feel, I, don't, I feel like Jameson Carter gets more, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure either. I don't really... Pay attention to the Jets games. Who watches Jets games? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There are definitely some diehard Jets fans out there. But, yeah. But uh, um, no, yeah. I think it's, t- it's tough to start anybody on the Jets side, I think. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Detroit at Pittsburgh. Who you got? I have Pittsburgh here. I have Pittsburgh too. Um, I think we're all still... I mean, personally, I'm still waiting for that Detroit upset. It's going to happen before the end of the season. I'm calling it. It's going to happen at least once, but yeah. it's not going to be against Pittsburgh. It'll, yep. I agree. Uh, Pittsburgh defense is just way too good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Watt. Uh, yeah, TJ Watt. Yeah. He was playing so, he's playing his head off uh, on yesterday on Monday's game. Yeah, that's a scary dude. He's so good. Um, I don't think there's much to talk about here. Uh, yeah. Only real star ball person on the Pittsburgh side is Brian Muth and Najee. Najee. Detroit. Swift. Swift. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and, and the story. <laughs> right. Uh, like, I would like to be able to start... Um, Claypool, but Ben just does not just he just his downfield throwing has been really bad this season. <laughs> he just does not throw downfield, and when he does, it's not that good. Like Claypool should have had a touchdown this past week, maybe even two, but uh, it just didn't work out because of penalties and just like bad throws and stuff like that. Right. Um. Let's move on. Jacksonville at Indy. Jacksonville at Indy. I got Indiana taking this one. I got Indy as well. Yeah, this is a divisional game. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um, but Jackson and Jacksonville might be riding their riding, riding the high from last week. Maybe they they have not. I don't think they've won a game on the road. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they win here. And uh, JT's just been way too good. I, he might be JT. Might be uh, J- Jonathan Taylor. Might actually be the best 
running back for the rest of the season with Derrick Henry out. Yeah. Um, and when I think I feel like Wentz has been finding his groove too. Which is surprising because you know they gave Hines a, a, a contract this this off season, and you would think he would eat into you know his uh, Jonathan Taylor's production, which he did. But Jonathan Taylor still somehow managed to put up you know thirty two points. Yeah, it's I think it has to do with Wentz finding his groove too because uh, JT gets a lot of receiving work. Is I think that's what it is. Because yeah. Hines, Hines, there's weeks where Hines looks great, mm-hmm. and and that's still with JT looking pretty good. Yeah, uh, and I, th- I think that's mostly due to the throwing, the receiving work that JT gets. So yeah, so you start Wentz here, you start Jonathan Taylor, you start Michael Pittman. Yep. Anybody else? Um, no. And then even on the Jacksonville side, I wouldn't start anybody. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't start anyone either. All right, Tampa, Tampa Bay going to Washington. Oof. I got, <laughs> I got a uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> that's an easy pick. I mean, if if Washington had a better quarterback, then it would be interesting. But mm-hmm. I I don't think Heineke can get it done. Yeah, but you think? Uh, I mean, game scripts says that he's gonna have to throw. Yeah, so that's good for Terry McLaurin. Yeah, good for Terry McLaurin. Possibly good for, good for Heineke, but like the Tampa Bay secondary is really good. Gibson, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But Gibson, I think he's been dealing with a the shin fracture, right? Yep. So but coming they, back from the bye. Yeah, possibly, but I don't. I don't know. Um, a little iffy about anybody on the Washington side. On Tampa Bay, you know, you know, you know who to start. Yeah, it's it's uh, Tom Brady and then dart throw of any of the wide receivers. Yeah, and just don't start Ronald Jones. Yeah, um, it's still regular season, so it's regular season Lenny. <laughs> um, next up, Cleveland at New England. This one I think is actually pretty interesting. Uh, oh. I want to hear what you want to hear your take first. I'm taking New England. So, um, I think oh, I I might have changed my my pick on CBS for this one, and I have it highlighted um, as as New England for myself also. Um, but uh, I think this one's a tough pick for me. Pick for me personally, my heart says Pats, but my my brain says that Pats lose the top ten rushing teams. But oh, I just remembered some news. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is on the COVID list. He might not play. Yeah, it looks like Dearness Johnson is going to be. He's the only one that's going to be on the active roster because of all the the COVID stuff that's mm-hmm. happening. What about what about Demetrius Felton? Yeah, he's also oh, he's COVID yeah. too. Yeah, so oh, I mean, wow. if I mean, we we still don't know if Dearness Johnson is yeah, is I don't want to be the guy. I, but. I, know, I also know that Chubb is vaccinated. He he needs his two positive uh, negative negative. Tests. Yeah, uh, and I think there is enough time for that to happen. Yeah, it's just so, it's just like we don't know the extent of how he's feeling. You know, with COVID, right. Um, it can really affect how right. he plays. Hopefully no symptoms. Cause like I said, he's vaccinated and yeah. that. So hopefully he should be good to go. Um, but never know. I, so here's, 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 here's what I'm taking. Here's my take. If, uh, if Chubb starts, I'm going to go Cleveland with my, I'm going to go with my brain. But if, if Chubb doesn't start, I'm going with my heart. I'm going to say New England. Yeah. I still take New England regardless. I, New England always seems to surprise when they're, when they, when they're, when they're expected to lose. Yeah. And so, I feel like they play much better. In Foxborough, yeah, like when they're at home, they do, and uh, they've been they've been pretty good lately too. Matt Jones has been, yeah. been pretty good, so starts. Uh, Nick Chubb, if he plays, I would I would start Dearness if he's the only one there. Yeah, absolutely. If, if anytime there's just one running back and it's yeah, a good running team. I mean, they're gonna activate someone from the practice squad or or you know yeah. sign someone. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's the only. No Jarvis player. Landry. No. no. Uh, no Baker. I, I don't want to start Baker. No DPJ. 
Uh, I mean, if you had to, so you would go D- DPJ over uh, over Landry. Yeah. Okay. Just uh, for that upside. And on the New England side, we know that um, Damian Harris and Ramondre Steven both suffered head injuries this past week. Yikes! Uh, so it might be a Brandon Bolden game if, if neither of these guys start. Yeah. If I really have to, then I'll I'll go there. But yeah, I would stay away as usual. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it would be Brandon Bolden and JJ Taylor, and Brandon Bolden is definitely better of the two. Um, Any receiving options? Hunter Henry? Hunter Henry, yes, he's a start. Uh, but uh, Is the Myers drought train still can, still uh, chugging? It's still, <laughs> it's still, it's still going That's on. That's pathetic. It's going ha- it's gonna to happen one of these games. Literally he, week 10, gonna, buddy. Wake up. Like, he, he's getting all the targets, all the work, and all the yards. Just not looking at him in the end zone. Just run a wildcat for him. I know. Somebody throw him the ball. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's... He's bound. He's bound to get it sometime. Yeah, and we're not gonna be able to predict it. There's, yep. So I mean, he's he's like a, a start if you must. But other yeah. than that, um, there's not many for a game like this. I feel like there should be more players that you want to start for sure. But it's hard to say. I'll start Hunter Henry. Yeah, Hunter Hunter Henry for sure. He's been doing good, and they look for him in the end zone. Yeah. All right, Atlanta going to Dallas. I have Dallas. I also have uh, Dallas. This I think this game's gonna be a shootout. Yeah, I would say so. Um, the last the last time these two teams played, it was like thirty to forty nine or something, like, or thirty nine forty or something. I don't know. The total the total points was seventy nine points. Yeah, uh, between the two teams. I, I mean, for fantasy purposes, I would hope it would go astronomical numbers. Yeah, and I mentioned earlier, Dak is now two weeks removed from injury yet from when he by the time he plays this game, and he's gonna look better than he did uh, this past week. Yeah, he's gonna shake sure. off the rust. I yeah. don't. Yeah, and and that'll be better for all his uh, the other the weapons on on the Cowboys too. Yeah, for sure. Um, starts Dak, Zeke, CD, Amari, Cordero. Oh, sorry. Let's, let's talk about uh, Cowboys first. Yeah, you start. You, you start all the weapons. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Schultz. Yes, if you don't have a better weapon for a tight end, but Schultz has been pretty good. Yeah. Um, on the Atlanta side, uh, Cordero. Yeah, uh, Calipitz. Yep. Um, would you start? Uh, I would start Matt Ryan. Matt, you start Matt Ryan. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's gonna be a shootout, absolutely. Yeah. And what about um, Olamide? how do you say his name? <laughs> yeah, Olamide, Olamide, Zacharias or something. Zacharias, Olamide, Zacharias. No, I wouldn't start him. You wouldn't start him. He two touchdowns last week. I think that's a fluke. Over, over. You start him over. Okay. Uh, Olam, Oh, OZ, OZ, Oz. <laughs> o- OZ, or um, or uh, Marvin Jones. Uh, I would start Marvin Jones. Okay, O Z, uh, OZ, or Jacoby Myers. I would start Jacoby. <laughs> okay, so that that's how low you are on him. I got you. Yeah, I think I think Russell. I would start Russell Gage over him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would. I I like Russell Gage better too. He's supposed to be like the one with Coven really out, and I think Kyle Pitts is gonna have a great game. Yeah. I can see, I can, I can definitely see that, that in Cordero. Um, all right, let's go on to the four o'clock games. Speed run? Speed run. All right, so we got Carolina at Arizona. This is easy. Yep, Arizona, easy. <laughs> the uh, Carolina Panthers have been atrocious. Yep. Um, you know, you already know who to start here. Yep. The usual suspects. Wait, but McCaffrey, would you start him here? If he's playing, if he played last week, he got he like 11 points. Yeah, I, like 12. He's a start here. Yep. Okay. Um, is 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 Kyler Murray back? 
He should be. I as, would hope so. As well as DeAndre? I don't know. It's really, I'm kind of uncertain with Hopkins. Like, it seems like he's always a game time decision. These. So would you start, would you start Kyler? If he plays, yeah. Yeah. All right. Minnesota going to Chargers. I got the Chargers. I also have the Chargers. I I would like Minnesota to win. And I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a heartbreaker for Minnesota, I think. I think it's going to be close too. Yeah. I think it's going to be another heartbreaker for them. Like they've had so many like one, one score games that they've lost. And uh, but I think Chargers are just better team. Um, starts uh, on the Chargers Herbert. side. Start Herbert. You start Keenan Allen. You start Austin Eckler. Harm. Uh, if you had to. Mm-hmm. Mike Williams. You didn't mention Mike Williams. Yeah, because he's been dealing with something, right? He's been dealing with an injury. Yeah, he's, he's or ever since I've that injury, him, he hasn't been him, the same. Yeah, I've seen him with the questionable tag, and uh, I feel like teams are starting to uh, to pick up on on the Mike Williams. Trend. Yeah. I'm kind of fading Mike Williams a little bit. Yeah, somebody tried to trade me Mike Williams for uh, uh, for DJ Moore, and I, eh. I I I I said no. Yeah, uh, DJ Moore is just so, too talented. Yep, and he's still gonna get his work um, if they can just get him the ball. Um, on, on the Minnesota, Minnesota side, side, who would you start? Uh, Justin Jefferson, Dovin Cook. Um, I definitely definitely start Dovin Cook here. I mean, he's a lock anyways. Uh, but Dalvin Cook, the the Chargers is a is a run funnel defense. Yeah, so definitely start Dalvin Cook. Would you start Kirk? Um, I probably wouldn't start Kirk here unless about, I had to. What about Thielen? Um, Thielen, I would start. I feel like if I by saying that, I feel like I should start Kirk. No, I think it's gonna be more Dalvin Cook centric game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about um Conklin? No, I mean if you had to, he's he's like the same thing with Parham Parnham for me. Yeah. All right, uh, Seattle at Green Bay. Here's a good one. I'm going with my home team. Yeah, it's your boys. Yep. Um, so I, I I have here in the show doc that Green I, I think Green Bay wins, but my first instinct was actually the Hawks. Uh, but then because I saw uh, the stat that the last nine games where the Hawks went to Lambeau Field and played the Packers, they lost every single game in the last nine games. I think Russ coming back from injury, he. They're gonna fire on all cylinders. Uh, the offense is gonna be great. Defense is gonna be great. I think we win this game. We we're yeah. gonna we're gonna go into Lambo and we're gonna break that streak. We're gonna yeah. We're gonna make them look. Yeah. Like, I also have that my, uh, my my instincts about the Hawks is usually eighty percent eighty five percent wrong. So like that's why I said <laughs> I was saying like my my first instinct was, instinct was Hawks, but usually that's it's wrong about the Hawks. Yeah, we're gonna embarrass them. All right, we'll see. Um, so I have I have Green Bay here. Um. You start uh, on the Seattle side. You start uh, Russell Wilson. You start Chris Carson. I would start Chris Carson if he plays first week off the injury. Yep. Yeah, I think I think I don't think they would play him if if he wasn't well enough to play. Um, what about? Uh, I would start both receivers. Both receivers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Start them both. Um. And then green on on the Green Bay side. Aaron Rodgers. I don't think I, would, I don't think I would start Aaron Rodgers. No. No. Uh. Even if even if he's playing. Yeah. I don't start. I don't have. I don't trust him this week. No, why not? With all the COVID issues, mm-hmm. I don't think he's healthy. Yeah, like uh, fully healthy. So you, it could possibly be another Jordan Love game. If it's, if it's Jordan yeah. Love, you don't you don't really start him. Yep. Unless you absolutely have to. Um. So then, it, then it's gonna be Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon. I feel like since I'm not starting Aaron Rodgers, I would temper all my expectations on all the. Okay. The offensive weapons there. Gotcha. I mean, I, I think I would still play Devontae Adams, though. Yeah. For sure. If he's playing, you got to put him out there. Yeah. 
but all the other receiving options you can't trust as much as, as you can Devonte. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia going to the Denver Broncos. Oh my! I don't like this. Is this like is, this is like the Baltimore Miami game for me. This is the I think this is the hardest game to pick this week because they're both like kind of teams like yeah. That's just like the feel on them. Like I feel like Denver's been kind of kind of okay. But like, yeah, I have I have I picked Denver, but I want Philly to win. You want you want Philly to win? Yeah. I have a I picked Denver too, and I, I they pulled the big upset last week. Um, and I think they're gonna ride that momentum. Tim Patrick was great, and I hope mm. I hope he keeps going. I, I I like the guy. Devonta Smith finally had a great game. Oh yeah, I know. But, uh, I mean, like I was saying, we we need those flashes from our rookies. Yeah. To to keep that trust in them. I mean, the one week that he actually did well, my the rest of my team didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Uh, um, would you start? Uh, which running backs here? For the for Eagles. Mm, Kenneth Gainwell, maybe? No, Jordan Howard. I would start Jordan Howard. Yeah, Jordan Howard, I would start. It was it's just really disappointing because like when you expect it to be like a Boston Scott game, they Kenneth Gainwell gets gets the touchdown. And when yeah. you expect Kenneth Gainwell, it's Boston Scott. I think Jordan Howard's the only like I'm not starting any of the running backs. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you if you can stay away from them, stay away from them. Yeah. I think the only player I really want to start here is Jalen Hurts. Yeah. No, you're not. What about Devonta? No, Devonta. I would start. I would start Devonta. But okay. Yeah, Anybody else? Know. Not really. Um, and then on the Broncos side of the ball, we got. Uh, would you start Bridgewater? I would start Teddy. Yeah. Yeah, I would start. Ted, I would start Teddy too. Um, I think you could. You can fire up Devonta and Melvin Gordon. Uh, I think you can start fire up Tim Tim Patrick. He's probably one of the most consistent wide receivers I've seen. Yeah, I'm definitely playing Jerry Judy here too. Yeah, Jerry Judy is a play, but. It's, I think it's going to be, there's three good wide receivers here. There's also Cortland Sutton. And it, I think one of them is going to bust. I don't know which one. Yeah, I agree. I think Tim Patrick busts this, this week. Yeah, t- Tim Patrick is like the, has the least name value, but he's been so consistent. It's hard, for, yeah. it's hard to say. Like, I, I don't want that for him because I, I just want him to break out. <laughs> I want him to be the guy. Uh, let's go on to the 8 o'clock Sunday game. It'll be uh, a fun one. KC going to uh, Vegas. Yep. Uh, I think we both have. Oh no, we we disagree here. Yeah, I have Las Vegas. <laughs> you have Vegas. I have a KC. Um, I have KC because I I think they have a bounce back week. They they lost their last two games. Now, no, they they won this past week. Oh they wait, be, they beat the the Packers. Why 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 do I have here that? Hmm. That's weird. Did you look at the wrong. I must team? have looked the wrong <laughs> wrong team or wrong week or something because I have here that they that they're not going to have a three three loss streak. But that doesn't apply anymore. Yeah, they beat they beat Jordan Love last week, mm. but it wasn't an impressive win. Like it's not like they did it. Yeah, you no. Know, Patrick was, Mahomes has been looking kind of kind of bad this this season. Yeah, I mean, he's, I, I think he's still a good quarterback. I think teams are just starting to figure out how to how to play against him. Yeah. So until he writes that ship, I, I, I pick other, yeah. I pick the other team. I still, okay. I still think the the options in terms of uh, like players and scoring scoring manpower is more on the KC side. So I'm taking KC. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I think Vegas. Uh, I think Vegas gets it done under the bright lights. Yeah, Derek Carr in prime time. Yep. Isn't he a player that doesn't usually do well in prime time? I don't remember. I don't know, but the beginning of this season. Yeah, I mean, he was, was like he was hot. An he exciting was hot. game. He was hot. This game. Derek Carr was hot, very hot in the very, very beginning of the season. He's. I think he started out being the leading in rush yards. Uh, not rush yards, uh, throwing yards. Yeah. And I think now he's like fourth. Yeah. Which is still yeah, up he, there. Yeah, he settled down a bit. Yeah, but I, I still think they can get it done here. Yeah, I think you. This is a Josh it, Jacobs game. Yeah, this is very hard. To, I think it's a very hard to pick game also because it's KC and. Yep. Um, usual starts here. We already talked about Las Vegas earlier. Yep. Um, 
KC is just going to be Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, and Kelsey. Kelsey. And then is it going to be uh, Daryl Williams? Most likely. Yeah. I don't. Edmonton's back yet, and Daryl Williams has, has been better than Edmund, uh, not Edmonds, um, CEH. Yep. All right. Last game Rams at going to San Fran. Oh, KC at L- uh, Las Vegas is divisional, by the way, so it's going to be gritty, I think. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be close. Yeah. It's going to be a tight game. Um, because they bo- they're both great, have been great teams this season. But anyways, let's get back to the Rams at going to San Fran. I mean, I have the Rams like noted that they're going to win, but if I had to pick the outcome, I would want them both to lose <laughs> or at least why, draw. Why, why is that, Jimmy? Because they're in our division. Who's our? <laughs> <laughs> the NFC West. You mean for, like, for the Seahawks? Yep. <laughs> Jimmy's a little biased here. He yeah, wants the Seahawks to go. Extremely. <laughs> that's a, that's fine. But, but if you had to pick, it's the Rams. Yeah. I think I think it's gonna be the Rams too. Um, San Fran has been having a lot of turnovers lately, and they they've only I think they're only like three and something. Yeah. Um, three and five or something like that. Yeah. And Bob Miller might make it make his debut debut this, this yep. week. That makes it even worse for San Fran. Yeah. So, Rams it's Rams for me. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all of our games. That's a that's a long segment. It was. Um, we didn't talk about our starts for the for, the, for these two teams. This last two. Um, yeah, I mean, you start the Stafford. Th- you start the receiving option. You start the usuals. Yeah, the usuals. Daryl Henderson is. I heard he's, is banged up. Yeah, he's he's banged up. But so. if he's pl- if he's playing, you start him. Yeah. And on the San Fran San Fran side of the ball, Kittle, um, Debo, Debo, Debo was a little banged up too. I think Mitchell. It's still Mitchell. Did, uh, Je- Nobody else is back yet. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell's still the number and, one guy. Uh, Maybe Brandon Ayuk in a pinch. Maybe not for me. <laughs> in a pinch, because <laughs> I feel like they're gonna have to throw both teams. I think both sides are gonna have to throw. I think I think San Fran gets possibly shut out here. Possibly. You think so? Yeah. Definitely possible. Like I said, San Fran has been having a lot some turnover issues. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it for this show. Let's um before we end before we leave let's do our thing. Blanks of the week. <laughs> Never, I don't think it's ever gonna get old. Um, <laughs> yeah, my blank of the week is poop leader. Uh, for the for the last uh, eight weeks of the season, I have been scored against the most. I've had the most points against in the league, and we have a new poop leader. <laughs> it's Henry. We need like a poop a poopy like sound. I got you. Just let me just put this microphone to my butt. <laughs> Poop leader <laughs> Henry. He's uh, he's got the most points scored against him, so he's in a he's he had uh, some pretty pretty good opponent opponents. That means because I I was feeling that that pain for a long time, especially the first four or five weeks, going like oh four oh and four maybe yeah some oh and five maybe something like that. It was it was it was rough just getting scored on like that all the time and yeah. I'm sorry, Henry, but uh, before Darnell Mooney had like those garbage touchdowns last night. I was looking. I was looking at his score, and I literally laughed out loud because he, it was like below sixty. Yeah. And we're we're into the Monday night game, um, but Darnell Mooney, you know, helped him out there. Yeah, it's crazy because you know we have nine players on our roster, yeah. and you expect you know maybe at least like ten points per player. And we also on a, have two quarterbacks. Yeah, we have two quarterbacks. Yeah, two quarterbacks. Um, so it's just the the points per players was really bad. Yeah, it must have been very disappointing. Yeah. Um, so my blank of the week is early tap. Um, and that goes to Ryan because 
there was four minutes left to uh i think it was like the sunday night game or something like that and ryan had given up he said ggs to steven and the next thing you know who was it oh it was uh it was um tennessee it was aj brown okay oh yeah 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 it was like it was like garbage yardage to to uh aj brown at the end of the game yeah because they were trying to get the first down and he ended up getting just enough to beat yeah. Steven. Um, beat but he it. had given up prior to that with four minutes left. And I had told him in the, in the yeah. chat that, you know, there's still hope. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like a AJ Brown's player who, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't, you can't really give up until the clock strikes double zero, you know? Yeah. You never know. Like he, I mean, he, he could have garbage time a touchdown for all you know. Right. He has that, that it's in his range of outcomes. Yeah. Um, one more thing before we go, I, uh, going to circle back to what I had mentioned at the start of the podcast, our, uh, our draft results from last week's podcast between, uh, Jimmy, Chris, and I, um, in third place, we have team Chris, uh, our team was Mike White, Daryl Henderson, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, and Devontae Parker. They all had pretty rough weeks. Uh, Mike Henderson, uh, Mike White left with an injury. Henderson banged up. Jamar Chase had his first bad week in the, like the whole season, like since the beginning of the season. Pitts was bad. Devontae Parker didn't even play. <laughs> he was he, he was a last minute injury too. Yeah. Um, so she has scored a total of twenty seven point seven points. Next up, we have Team Elvis. I started Mills, who did not play. Um, Josh Jacobs, Cooper Cup, Tyler Conklin, and Miles Gaskins. Um, most of these players didn't pan, pan out the way I expected to, and then. Um, so Chris had 20, pretty much 28 points. I had 45, uh, Jimmy, the, our winner, it has 68 points. Team was Dak Prescott, Najee Harris, Robert Woods, Hunter Henry, and Jerry Judy with, uh, those first three getting him most of his points. So congrats, Jimmy. Thank we'll, you. We'll Venmo you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want it. Oh, but when in doubt, just, you know, go for the guys you can always count on. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with your safe options. Sometimes we just get greedy and go for our uh, the booms. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. All right, and last thing before we go, let's uh, win condition for next week's podcast. Let's take on a guest next week. Let we were talking about the divisional game, KC and uh, Las Vegas. Let's guess the point total for that. Yeah, uh, or do you want to guess the spread? Should we change it up? And I don't think we've done the spread before. We right? haven't done the spread. Like, let's do the spread then. Okay. So for if you want to get on the podcast next week, I want you to guess how much the teams. One of the teams wins by. It doesn't matter which team wins. It's just how much they win by. It's going to be Fair a enough. close game or, or not so close game. Um, post that in the Discord. Discord in Smack Talk. We'll hopefully see you. Yeah, looking forward to next our week. next guest. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be it for today's podcast. It's a long one, I think. It is a long one. Um, but we've never, we haven't been under an hour yet. So <laughs> um, maybe we should take over-unders on our, on our podcast. Life. Should, right? <laughs> All right. Until next time. Signing off. Peace.